Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Castology. This is Castology, and this is almost a pilot episode. Uh, I'm welcoming two new castologists to the table. Um, they know each other and I know them. So let's introduce them around the table. Let's start with young Brittany. Hello. Uh, as previously stated, my name is Brittany. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> good. Uh, Brittany Hetherington. And uh, yeah, I'm here to estrange all your previous listeners. So get excited for that. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, so we have come to expect the ladies of the podcast to recommend uh, true crime and fiction podcast. Is that what we can expect from you? No, because that sounds very scary. And I, I already, <laughs> <laughs> the world's already bad enough. Um, my partner's already the white girl of the group and doing that at home. So I, I have a short attention span and I, I think I just immediately judge <laughs> the podcast from the get go. So I guess right now, if I was listening to myself, I would already be disengaged. Oh no. <laughs> well, let's hope that you never listen to this podcast. Yeah, no, that's that's the plan. So short mass production. snappy podca- podcast from Brit. Absolutely. Oh, I actually also love trash. So my okay. whole time, like at work, I have to think all the time. People ask me intellectual things. Um, and I just like to go home and be like, uh, almost like the reality TV of podcasts where mm-hmm. it's like, haha, my life is more together than yours. <laughs> Happy making podcasts. All right. Well, I, I'm not sure that you're going to like a lot of my recommendations then. That's okay. But we'll see. It's, um, we can find out if we're compatible. <laughs> I can tell you already that I'm going to challenge that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, but moving on to yes. our second new castologist, Young Harry. Yes, my name is Harry George Wallace, and I feel compelled to give my middle name whenever I podcast for Zane because he's always Zane C. Weber. I am. Uh, but in terms of the kind of podcast that I will be recommending and that I enjoy listening to, it's uh, a lot of political podcasts that tends to make up my day. Like I get up and I walk to work and I listen to like my two or three daily bite podcasts mm-hmm, to get the mm-hmm. news junkie in me going. Uh, and aside from that, it's just funny Dungeons and Dragons-esque fantasy radio play uh, okay. Yeah, story-driven uh, chaos. Okay. So where do you stand on the topic of sports podcasts? In the bin. Well, when I came in, I saw that one of the podcasts I would have to review from the last episode was NFL Explained, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I was immediately like, ah. Like, I am Good, not, I know nothing about it. I was very much like, I'm not going to be fulfilling the niche that the last host <laughs> left. I am not taking up that mantle. I will be a completely different cup of tea. Uh, but one thing about me is I really enjoy portals into other worlds that I am not necessarily familiar with. So even when I was listening to that, I was like, oh, this, these are things that I never would have known, and I'm glad that I now have some minor insight into them, even if I don't understand most of the words. How diplomatic. That's what I'm actually genuinely excited about too, is um, I already know everything that I know. So it's always good to hear things that are, you know, fresh, funky or brand new and I can, you know, 
Use it at parties. Seem intelligent. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Diplomatic. That's my middle name. <laughs> well, that, that leads into George. our theme. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> we do have a theme this week because on the day of recording, it is an Australian federal election. So It's Democracy Sausage Day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you get your democracy sausage? I stood in the rain for two hours <laughs> and trying no to vote sausage. and I did not get a single democracy sausage, despite, I might add, having a shirt with a democracy <laughs> sausage on it. And I am ropeable. They didn't say it had to be physical, so I suppose you brought your own sausage, and for that I'm proud of you. (laughs) Maybe the true democracy sausage was the friends we made along the way. Exactly right. So we have all brought a political podcast. Uh, Ideally, in the past, our political recommendations have been rather angry-making. So let's see if we... If we live up to that track record, oh, shall God. we? Um, I would like to start... Actually, I'm going to start with my my recommendation this week. Please do. Oh, it's all about you, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> Two very different personalities coming in. <laughs> I'm King Castologist, oh, and yeah? you are, I guess, my squires at Bottom the Bottom bitch. I yeah. can live with that. Yeah. Um, I'm recommending a podcast called Working Class History. Uh, those of you who are familiar with the podcast, know that I love a good history podcast. And this does border on what we here like to call Zane Dry. Oh, it's a little bit of a dry in- podcast. It's not it's not overproduced. It's not particularly jazzy or it is focused on content and message. Um, so working class history is basically a documentary style podcast about the history of common people working towards outcomes that work for everyone, basically. So rather than there's a lot of talk of oligarchs and we all know that I'm a huge leftist slash communist. Yes. Really? Um, <laughs> I'm quite excited Never about guessed. your your idea. Did you not want to have a large communal house and or property? Because that's my dream. I still do. Um, <laughs> that, is, that is definitely something that is on my long-term goals, uh, having, having my own commune. But this podcast is definitely more politically. It kind of uh, elucidates what individuals and groups have in the past done towards uh, furthering the cause of the working working class. And, yeah, and kind of doing that. A lot of the episodes are like two to three parts, so they really do a deep dive. Um, it, they, there are interviews with historians and, and people of, of that calibre. Uh, yeah, so this is Working Class History. They do have a website, but you can find them on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and, and support them on Patreon. Um, oh. They do have a mission beyond the podcast, uh, basically creating an interactive website with all these all, all the information that is provided mm. on the podcast for timelines and things like that. That's cool. Yeah, and I think their goal is to just educate the public on what has been done before and what can potentially be done now if you organise. And is it taken from the perspective of, I guess, individual, like, person's life stories or is it, again, a bit more um, touching on the general issues? Like, is it more like a story format or Yeah, more or? documentary style. So okay. I'll give you some of some of my favourite episodes so far, mm-hmm. um, particularly was episode 20, which was the Exotic Dancers Union, which was <laughs> basically about strippers who successfully unionised the workplace and took it over. Oh, thank God for unions. Uh, to be <laughs> I thought you were going to say thank God for strippers, and I was—I I wasn't going to venture an opinion, but I think the two together yeah. are a fantastic 
Yep, I ran out of steam on that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, where can I go? Yeah, I was can really, I, I just saw myself the digging the hole and <laughs> I was I like, d- I'm, I'm out. Well, let me save you from the hole by saying that that is a very specific case, but then you have the more generic uh, kind of actions, which was uh, the 1967 Hong Kong riots against British colonial rule. Oh, oh wow. Um, yeah, that's- yeah. And that's a two episode uh, special there as well. So I would find that really interesting. Yeah, it, it does cover and they take story suggestions from listeners and that sort mm-hmm. of thing as well. So they are trying to create uh, a community around this this podcast and what they offer. Um, so yeah, uh, have a listen. And if you like what they're doing, support them. And yeah, we'll see what you all think about it next week. I'm excited. Uh, well, let's go first to Brit. Hello. What are you recommending on this political episode? Well, I'd just also like to say that uh, Harry's really fucked me here because <laughs> he's like, let's do politics. And I was like, great. Something I'm terrible in my knowledge basis. <laughs> like I understand major parties and I research before I vote, but it is very much me in the polling booth being like, fuck, they're all the same. I'm getting I, like, <laughs> increasingly distressed. To be fair, but I, I think that is, more, that is more than 90% of the population do. And That's I think if we all do that, we'd probably be a lot further into the future than we are now. Uh, so, yeah, wonderful. I'm excited to hear your recommendation. <laughs> yes. And so consequently, I've, I tried to find something, and again with my short attention span, I'm very much like a magpie in terms of being drawn to bright and shiny things. But in an audio format, um, I've noticed that that, is the, that that carries over to the audio format. So firstly, I saw pretty cover, bright, bright colours, and I was like, fantastic. But also I was blah, 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 specifically looking for um, a podcast that explains things but really dumbs it down because I'm aware of things that I do know, um, but I'm also aware of everything that I need to upskill in and I'm not afraid to say that I'm dumb in an area because um, otherwise you, not dumb, in, you never improve. So Lack of knowledge, not stupidity. S- uneducated. Excuse me. Uneducated. Well, <laughs> even that sounds a little... <laughs> Don't talk back to my uh, intrusive thoughts. Thank you very much. But I will because I love you. Oh, thanks. That's yeah, so cute. You're welcome. Anyway, um, restraining order, please. Uh, <laughs> Anyone who's listening, help. <laughs> yes. Continue. Um, so I've gone for something called Left Right Out. Because I love a pun. So when they were like left and right, I was like, fantastic, hook me up. Um, I also selected it because it had female voices. And when I was going through all the politics stuff, all I heard was like middle-aged, angry mm, white yes. men. And it started to like bring me down. So I was like, enough of that. Um, so I've gone for, uh, there was a, an Elfie and a Justine that's uh, talking to us. I really liked it because it was a conversational style. So again, it made it easier to listen to. Um, what was interesting, though, is I've noticed that I'm not used to hearing Australian voices in the media format. Correct. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. like, it's always quite grating, isn't it? Yeah. When yeah. I first heard it, I was like, what is that horrible <laughs> accent? I didn't realise I put <laughs> neighbours on my podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what I would sound like, but... Oh, God. Lots so of self-reflection. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now you're causing some real uh, existentialism with our voices. <laughs> and it's so strange because we talk to each other, you know, presumably other people every day and you're like, cool, that's how they sound. And then as soon as it's on media, you're like, what is this vile Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like listening to yourself. The moment you listen to yourself back on podcast, you're like, ooh. You're not American. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, uh, I'm fortunate, actually, because I have to listen to my own voice at work all the time. I'm very used to it and oh, very yeah, unconfronted. You yeah, yes. yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, but it's normally my play school voice. Anyway, uh, so I liked that it was a conversational style, loved the pun name. Uh, it stood out to me because it was more of an upbeat communication style. Um, and the higher register, I've noticed, even when I'm talking to people at work, sometimes they say something very, like, in a low baritone, and I'm like, I'm so sorry, but that is 
that is too low a, a note for my brain to make sense of. I need you I'm to- I'm sorry, I can't <laughs> hear voices that sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I simply cannot. But um, no, I'm like, I, that's not in my range. Um, so I liked, yeah, that it was in a higher register and it sounded different from, again, all the angry white men. I love the idea that you have not just a vocal range, but an auditory range. You're like, no, that's too low to be acceptable. That is too masculine. And I've had enough, I've, I've had generations of repression from that baritone. Oh, you know what, though? It's kind of like when you're trying to um, find a voice to direct you in traffic. Oh. Like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. Or whatever. And you inevitably pick Alan Rickman. <laughs> that would actually... No, just No, me. no, uh, unfortunately not. Um, although an iconic voice. Um, no. Uh, like I don't like being told what to do anyway. So the fact that Siri is being like, go this way. I'm like, shut up, Siri. You're not my dad. Anyway, that's fine. Let's not unpack that. Um, but even then I feel less confronted if it's a female voice because trauma. So that's fine. Anyway. <laughs> Can I, at this point, ask what the title of this podcast is? Did I not say pun? Left, right, out. You, I, th- I think you mentioned the pun and you said left, right. No. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was just me uh, not being able to register your high pitched voice. It is very, maybe, very have we possible. solved it? Is this the problem with modern dialogue? This is what men and why men and women can never get along. It's just not in the same pitch. Yeah. Um, no. So it's called left, right, out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I listened to initially the housing affordability um, episode. Uh, because in my brain I'd love to one day have a house, so I want to listen to that and feel bad about myself um, because they also <laughs> could not afford a house. Um, but yes, uh, that's right. Oh, what I really liked about them too is similarly when they weren't aware of a topic area, um, they sought out other people and they brought mm. them in and they used them as an educational tool. That's, that's something cool. I really like on a podcast. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, as opposed to just talking about any mumbo jumbo and acting like they know stuff. Yeah. So um, they had that. They relied on audience submissions. Um, they had a good quality mic, which I know not everyone can afford, but it made all the difference when I was listening to different stuff. Um, I just couldn't handle a bad mic. Um, but uh, what I did also like too is even though they clearly are skewed politically themselves in one direction – um, they still presented both sides of the issue, which I find helpful to make an informed decision is to yeah, be aware of all stuff as opposed to um, – because I don't know about you, I'm often hanging around of other arts persons, so I hear a lot of a skewed, more left kind of perspective. Yeah, you know. I mean, like you, I try to rid myself of negative influences and that, <laughs> that tends towards getting Not rid Nazi of a lot people. of yeah. the right-wing people that might – Cross my path. <laughs> when God help them, really. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> but yeah. So, I, so they, they do try to be non biased, or do they make their biases known but give information outside of their own? I think they, scope? I think it's more so I, because of their age, age range and how they spoke about issues, I just inferred that they were more left skewed. One of them um, was originally involved in politics, but I don't think they ever actually mentioned for which, which party they were right. helping yeah. support. Um, but yeah, they still presented it almost like a factual thing despite it being conversational style. Um, so I, I I just felt more informed at the end. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Cool. And so that is left, right, and how long are the episodes? Ooh, like 30 minutes or so. Sure. Um, which is good. So, so it's like easy, easy, easy. Exactly easy right. To to. Enough for like a car ride to work without being, you know, yeah, having to then sit in your car for a bit awkwardly twiddling your thumbs before you rush in. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, well, let's move on to Harry's recommendation. Yeah, cool. So I have a number of podcasts 
that just like quick news updates that I put on in the morning to kind of just get me up to speed with what's going on in the world. Uh, and oh, that stresses me out. Yeah, <laughs> I, hmm, let's, I, I'm not going to think too much about sure. that. But uh, I think in some ways it makes me less stressed actually because I'm like, I want to hear it my way. I don't want to be tweeted at by lots of random people just telling me that Las Vegas blew up. Fair. Uh, I prefer to consume <laughs> it the way that I choose. Uh, so on my commute to work, I put on like three or four different um, short political podcasts that kind of just update me to what's going on. And one of those for a while now has been the Daily Oz which is a local Australian company that's kind of grown into a bit of a media phenomenon. Uh, They are a small independent media company. uh, And this podcast, the one I'm recommending now, which is called No Silly Questions, is a spin-off of the original The Daily Oz podcast. Right. So No Silly Questions was created specifically, I think, in the lead up to the election. And the idea being that they wanted to really just break it down to the basics and say "There there is nothing silly you can ask. Anything you want to know, anything about voting, anything about policies, anything about how Australian politics works, all of the things that you wish you learnt in school but didn't. That's quite refreshing. Yeah, yeah, we're going to break <laughs> them right down. And it is really good. And, like, you know, the two hosts are Billy Fitzsimons and Tom Crowley. And Billy, on multiple occasions, has said, I know it, this does sound like a silly question, but in the spirit of there being no silly questions, I'm going to ask it anyway. And just that kind of like accepting dialogue is really um, refreshing. And Tom Crowley is a journalist and was originally an economist, so he really has a head on his shoulders. Mm. Uh, and he functions in like the press room in Canberra and all those sorts of things. He has, is really well credentialed. And it's just very accessible, very well put together. Um, I think some of the best episodes they've done in recent times where they actually recently did an interview with Adam Bant, the leader of the Greens, and then shortly after that they did another one with Anthony Albanese, leader of the Labour Party, and unsurprisingly Scott Morrison did not uh, take up the invitation to go on a small youth podcast. He's too busy talking to God. Full-time job. That's at least, yep, that would imply he's doing something how <laughs> apolitical do we have to be on this podcast? no that's the thing i'm i'm all for let's declare your bias and then give your opinion this is uh, uh, after all an opinion podcast so yeah well yeah. i think you know to quote aaron sorkin <laughs> uh getting into politics but like news is only useful and opinions are only useful in a human context yeah so 100 percent. i like i very much swing left as i know the two of you do as well i think my friends might be from a slightly more broad walk walks of life potentially mm. how um, many uh anarchist libertarians do you know uh surprisingly maybe one <laughs> <laughs> like maybe that's, that's do, probably do, what do i, would I have know estimated. them maybe half of one blink, blink twice <laughs> <laughs> uh but yes no silly questions has been excellent i really i've recommended it to, uh, recommended it to a bunch of people in the lead up to the election mm. and it's just covered a bunch of really valuable things so even i was off to a dinner party uh yesterday and i knew i was going to be having a big political conversation with a friend of mine so I was like, all right i'm going to pick out the five most uh, informative <laughs> episodes of no silly questions i'm going to listen to them right now just so i've got these facts fresh off the top of my head let's Studying. talk about vaping <laughs> yeah let's talk about yes that's uh, right at the forefront of my mind we did go to felons so it's like you know that was um, okay very yeah. topical <laughs> Uh, it's like yeah. um, cramming before an exam do you normally have to do this for that person that's i i'm a i'm a Slightly highly strung person in my what? daily life. Nah. So if I know there's a situation yeah, that I want, I want to go in prepared. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so yes, and uh, and it was a very lovely conversation, but it went a lot better because I listened to the podcast. Shout out to No Silly Questions. Uh, I would really heavily recommend checking them out. Awesome. All right. Well, those are our recommendations for this week. Let us 
look back into the far past of a few weeks ago where we had an entirely different suite of castologists, one of whom recommended sports podcasts quite regularly, and do a little bit of a review on the podcast that were recommended last time. Now, I'm not going to yell at you yep. <laughs> for not knowing a lot about these podcasts um, because they were very much the kind of epitomes of, of what the past castologists would like to recommend. I will um, try not to judge them for that. No. <laughs> I think through, both were actually very interesting. Digging through the carcasses. The remains. Okay. Right. They left. They're not dead. <laughs> that you know of. Well, let's no, let's start terrible. with the one that I recommended so that you can offend me personally. And I will. Uh, in oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah, for yep. sure. I actually, uh, yeah. I, I have a personal attack later on. That's oh, okay. please. No, I, I live <laughs> for personal attacks. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> I recommended a podcast called Teenager Therapy. Um, yes. And it was basically just a group of teenagers who got together to talk about their struggles and kind of the therapy concepts that they had come across and what they kind of meant to them. Uh, it was a... Teen, uh, podcast made by teenagers for teenagers, but I just really liked the uh, the kind of idea that they're making podcasts for themselves, which I think more people should do. Uh, have you listened and did you enjoy slash not enjoy? I got through half of it because... I did the homework, teacher. <laughs> <laughs> then you shall not have See a whipping. See you in the car park. <laughs> <laughs> I got through half and I was like, nap. Yeah. <laughs> I just turned it off. Uh, yeah, I, d- I did not listen to a full episode, unfortunately, and that is a me problem and a time thing, and not because I didn't enjoy it. Um, are we talking about the podcast now? Yeah, like absolutely. Yeah, uh, I this brought the teacher. I'm a teacher. That is one of the things that I do, uh, or at least I've been on prac recently. <laughs> I will very shortly be a professional teacher, um, and I work in childcare. That is my shtick. That is how I make my money. And to see a bunch of teenagers getting together and actually talking about the things that matter to them and producing it themselves and putting it together. That brought me an inordinate amount of joy. Mm. I really love that this exists because I've spent the last month and a bit uh, teaching people of this age group and the amount of incredibly erudite observations that they can make and uh, articulate internal dialogue that they have with each other is just phenomenal and I'm really glad it's getting more exposure and more of a platform and it just yeah it, it I liked it it's um obviously there's some problems with the podcast <laughs> but I that aside there's problems with being a teenager you know <laughs> I I'm glad you said that because I think I believe I mentioned when I recommended it that when I was a teenager my goal was to create a publication in which teenagers could be heard because I felt oh, like wow, yeah. teenagers have ideas and I know that they're not as well formed or well in as well informed as adults, but they're still incredibly valid and hmm. the experience is so much different to being an adult. Yes. Um, and that's kind of what this podcast brought up in me is like, yes, the, if I was a teenager now, I would be doing probably something like this mm. um, because it's almost exactly what I'm doing now in my day-to-day life. I'm just not a teenager anymore. <laughs> yeah. And, and like I, even looking at it for me, I was like, I, if I end up uh, doing film and TV teaching, which is one of the things I would love to do, I'm like, this is, I am going to steal this concept yeah. and, and pitch it as a, as a formative assessment for mm. my students. Cause I think producing things like this is not only extremely valuable to give creative autonomy, I think it's just a very cool thing and more of it needs to happen in the world. That being said, I imagine that this probably did not tie into Brits. I have a short attention span. Please keep me amused. The monotony of their voices (laughs) matched as though a middle 
like a man spurning his mother out of pure obligation and saying <laughs> happy birthday fucking annually. Um, that being said, I, I liked the idea <laughs> behind it. I liked the premise. Yeah. Uh, I liked that on the cover photo. I didn't know if it was intentional or just bad art. Mm, me attacking children. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the uh, shit sandwich constructive feedback model? Because I feel like <laughs> the inverse is happening here. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm gonna <laughs> I am what I am. And unfortunately, I think this personality is too set now. Um, <laughs> and I love it. And I'm here for it. And I oh, will enjoy this absolutely. and keep going. No, thank you so much. Um, I did, uh, but no, I, I liked the ideas. I liked the premise behind it. Um, I did like that. I think, I don't know if they all have accompanying video, but they were like lying in a bed or something. Um, and I thought that was like very endearing, uh, but maybe that's why they sounded so sleepy. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe they should get up and do some Podcasting 101, do not podcast while lying down. <laughs> yeah, well. Unless that's the thing that you want to podcast about. I mean, like the lying down the podcast. Lying down podcast. <laughs> um, but no, the, the art I thought was quite cute in that the lip of the cup was facing outwards and I assumed therefore that the intent behind the image was that they were passing the cup to somebody else. Maybe I'm just being an art wanker, but that kind of <laughs> opened up dialogue in my true. brain. Yeah, um, you can be an art wanker and also <laughs> yeah, deconstructing the art. Um, so, although I liked the intent, um, I just couldn't get engaged because I don't know. They, it was a very tangential conversation, uh, conversation, almost like mine, really. But I'm mm. not on trial here <laughs> yet. Uh, yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just yeah. Even though I thought it was quite great that they were discussing, you know, issues that are even relatable to me. Uh, in terms of like they're very kids these days are way more open about mental health, for instance, which I think is amazing. Um, Shake your walking stick while you said that. Kids these days. <laughs> kids these days. I'm 27 now. It's uh, it's on the <laughs> decline. My back hurts all yes. the time. You have passed your prime. How does that feel? <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, I've started moisturising. That's a sad thing. <laughs> you just started moisturising. Yeah. I know the damage is already done. <laughs> it's too late. I was like, is that a line? Oh, oh no. Um, but yeah, no. I, I I'm sorry. I. I just couldn't get engaged. You do not have to be sorry. That is what we're here for. Honest opinions about podcasts. And another thing. <laughs> <laughs> Why do these kids look like they're tw in their 20s as well? I want to know what their age is. I want. I believe they're validation. between 15 and 17. And are they going to change the name? It's, when they their, <laughs> it's their old souls shining through, which I don't know if you remember high school, but being called an old soul by your teacher was a very polite way of them calling you a loser. Oh. Really? Oh, yeah. I was constantly referred to as an old soul. Yeah, ditto. Yeah. Yep. I don't know what that says about <laughs> us, but here we are. Old souls go on to be make podcasts, it seems. I never got old soul. <laughs> I, I, I really don't want to unpack that. Yeah, because you've got a cool one in this group, I think. No, Brett. no. I, I think I think they were just like, just... I remember going to high school, my mum being like, okay, this is a new school environment. You can be whoever you want to be now because I was a big nerd. And I think she was like, stop getting bullied. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, we'll create a new me. And then I was just the exact same personality. And oh, well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's let's move on to the podcast that I think we'll have the least to say about, which is <gasps> NFL Explained, recommended by Nick. And this is ex pretty much exactly what it says on the title. It is presented by the NFL in America looking to explain the history, the logistics and all the different aspects that go into the National Football League. Can I just say, I think it is utterly hilarious that Nick recommended this and then it had to be reviewed and then the cast left who reviewed it and it was left in the hands of three of the least interested in NFL people. I, I actually watched the Super Bowl while I was in America. Uh, I was in New York in a little dive bar in Brooklyn mm -hmm. and I was there with two German exchange students and... I don't remember who played. All I remember was the free-flowing Brooklyn Lager and Jack Daniels. <laughs> That's my favourite part of sport. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and like I don't, I, I've come around to sports more as an adult. I hated it in high school, but I became sporty after high school, which is its own irony that I kind of hate. Oh. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, this is going to be a wild ride. What do we think? I look. I love history podcasts, and the history side of this got me in. I didn't particularly enjoy the manner it was delivered in, though. Okay. Um, for me, it was. You can tell that they're going for the sports audience, which is very much the kind of high energy, jocular. This is what I think. Yeah, sort the, of. like the football show energy. Yeah, and yeah. I automatically draw away from that energy a fair bit. Um, that being said, I listened to their first episode and their last episode. The first episode was going through how all the teams got their names, which I found very interesting because mm-hmm. it's basically history. Um, yeah. that's tangentially <laughs> related to football. But then the last one is like, what's the draft? And I'm like, oh, I could not care any less. <laughs> so it's fun. I actually listened to, I didn't complete either episode, but I did listen to the same two episodes you did. Mm. Uh, and I had the same reaction. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed a lot of the storytelling of the first one. And I enjoy a lot of like the culture and mythology that surrounds sports. Um, like the the sport that I do for myself is rock climbing because I'm one of those I people. I was wondering what your sport was. <laughs> yeah, that is it's as sport in quotation I marks. I suppose it is. You, yeah, um, you've kind of got a Spider Man. Tall people play basketball or rock climb. Yeah, it's, yeah, and it's like rock climbing is much more the nerdier option yeah. of the two. Um, <laughs> that means I do sport. <laughs> <laughs> Silence. I'm learning things about myself. Does that I mean know. that you like this podcast then? Well, is NFL <laughs> the one where they wear padding? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mm, what a sensible sport that has a proper finish time, unlike cricket, so I can respect that. And they're wearing padding, which seems sensible. But I did not listen to the podcast. I'm so sorry, Big Zane Daddy. <laughs> Please <laughs> never call me that again. Uh, uh, so it's a, it's a running joke. This is uh, Britt uh, and I are coming in from a slightly younger side of That's Not Canon Productions, <laughs> uh, where Zane is well and truly known as, and I can see his face. He doesn't want me to say it, no, but he is the pod, can, daddy. Yeah. pod Daddy. Pod Look, Daddy. I'm more than happy for Pod Father. Pod Daddy is just awkward. It's a Big Pod Daddy even worse. Uh, but and, look, and now you understand why you don't get Podfather anymore <laughs> because mm-hmm. when you rise mm-hmm. to the bait. <laughs> Discomfort. Um, yeah, like I don't have much more to say about this podcast. The mm. manner is a little bit obnoxious in my for my taste, but, you know, the content's there if you're, if you're interested in it. So were um, they very much kind of doing sport host voices then? Is that how it was executed? Yeah. I would say it, it was somewhere between the spectrum of sports commentator and podcast host. Whereas okay. I prefer podcast host just as it is without edging towards sports commentator. I guess they were Very probably valid. trying to meet the yeah, the needs of yeah. everyone else. Yeah. And like, it's not it's not bad. Like it's a well produced podcast. Yeah. It's engaging in a lot of ways. Um and I am I did find myself interested at a number of points. But yeah, certainly the drafting thing I I found parts of that interesting where the guy was like this savant who was doing it all in his head. <laughs> That's cool. Oh I mean I guess that would be sp- even more interesting if you were involved in what was it called dream leagues or fantasy fantasy, fantasy football, and fantasy yeah, football yeah. that sort of thing that's true um and and i think that's probably what they're going for as well um but yeah it's perfectly fine it's it's a decent podcast but not for me that's very fair. valid i am with you what are an emotionally intelligent answer as opposed to pure <laughs> 
Was anger. Nice. Yeah, I that. I will. I will very rarely say this is a bad podcast. Don't worry. Um, I was about to say Britt will, will fill that role yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the thing. Somebody somewhere wanted to make it, so I have to assume that somebody somewhere wants to listen to it. The guilt that's on Britt's face right now is <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, no. I, I I guess it's because I was talking to my partner recently. I saw a review for a theater theater performance, and I was like, "But it's a lie. I, why is no one tell? Like, it's like." Why your, is no one being honest? Your about friends this? need to tell you so you yeah. can address a thing. Brit is here um, to speak truth to power, is what we're saying. <laughs> oh, absolutely! And that's the thing. Like, I can criticize a podcast, but you know, there, there's uh, I I appreciate the work, amount of work that goes into a podcast, and yeah. sometimes the amount of courage that goes into producing a podcast. Yeah, for sure. I don't think that is my gold face back. <laughs> <laughs> look, I, I don't think that NFL Explained took a lot of courage to create or a lot mm. of work to create. No, it's not as if they didn't have an audience out there. <laughs> yeah, but Ben, that's the thing. Like, it's perfectly fine yes, if you're interested agreed. in the content. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but let's move on to probably the most uh, controversial one from last time, which is Harsh Reality, the story of Miriam Rev- Rivera. Say that fast three times. Uh, I will not. Thank you. <laughs> um, so this is basically, this is a Wondery podcast. Um, so we have a bit of a history with Wondery on this podcast. I yeah, recommending I a lot of them mm. uh, because they are usually pretty good and pretty interesting. Now, this is uh, basically a look into what happened to cause the show, what happened on the show and what happened after the show, which was some there's something about Miriam, um, which saw a bunch of British men competing for the love of a woman that they did not know was a trans woman. Okay. Um, and basically the, the, the aftermath of that as well. So this was... That what happened to the person? Yeah, this is unfortunately um, another one I didn't... Miriam is no longer alive. Oh, shit. Um... Yeah, it did not go well for Miriam after the show. Um, to be fair, and the, this it goes through a lot of like the total lack of preparation and aftercare and failure yeah. of duty of care of the producers. Um, and it does a it does a good job of setting up that this show happened in that period where reality TV really boomed and producers were looking at ways to clickbait their way into a viewership sure. and it was like this show is about men competing for the love of a trans woman that they don't know is trans and isn't that it's a funny joke that we can be quite toxic yeah yeah um and so that's and it, it played out exactly as you imagine it would have mm. um i think it's a very respectful in its approach to Miriam as a, as a subject. Um, And they do talk to a lot of the guys who are on the show and how they got there and what the producers did. I overall, I think this is a very good version of what this documentary could be. It is from Wondery and this is a little bit more produced than most Wondery podcasts. And that, that distracted me a little bit. There's very little time in this podcast that it isn't, doesn't have backing music or some sort of oh, I get stings that. in the background. And I would much prefer someone telling the story and then maybe bringing in source audio and, or an interview rather than the music in, informing me how I should feel about something is yeah, how right. I, it kind of ended up making me feel. But definitely if you do not know the story of Miriam Rivera, this is a good podcast to give you a great overview of what happened, how it went wrong, mm. and what we need to do to avoid this kind of behaviour in the future. Yeah, yeah for was, sure. Was this in America? Uh, UK. UK. It was a UK sure. show. And it aired in Australia. 
Yeah, because yeah, I actually never heard the name before, but it does sound quite interesting. Yeah, you, so it was 2004 when the show was created. Okay. I was 10 years old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Miriam might have entered your radar because she entered a Big Brother house at some point. Oh, okay, yeah. I mm-hmm. yeah. didn't used to watch that routinely, but um, I was familiar with some of the yeah. so-called celebrities. Yeah, she was like a s- special guest. Yeah. Um, and so that was, yeah, trying to push the show um, in in Australia. So mm, okay. I probably would recognise the face then, so I'll have, have, yeah, have a bit yeah. of a look. My, uh, Beautiful woman, yeah, um, oh, and great on on camera, and that's kind of what they say during it. Was mm. Like she could have been a movie star, like she was yeah. perfectly beautiful and everything. But then everything became about her her gender, her operations or lack thereof, and yeah. and then the toxic masculinity of the guys. And it's quite yeah. interesting too because you assume that like during the course of the show, these other like these men have. Um, form some form of affection over time and then for it to so drastically change. Well, this became part of the big controversy with it is that from what, and I haven't, I've only listened to episode one, Mm. uh, but it became a big thing where at least one of the contestants was suing um, for emotional damages uh, due to emotional connections and he felt he'd been deceived. Um, Yeah, it's a really interesting moment in history and Mm. my initial impressions of the podcast is that it does... So far, from episode one, mm. quite a good job of setting it up and being tactful. And, like, you know, it's, it's the person who's hosting it seems to be very well-informed and really put together. And it says it's Trace Lysette. I think I'm pronouncing Lysette or Lysette. Uh, and they do a wonderful job. But they do seem to have some personal investiture into that scene as well. Yes, in, I into believe the they personally knew Miriam. Yes, and wow, it is said in the first okay. episode. Yeah. So it's like clearly they've gone out of the way to get a a host who has a connection to this and is also incredibly well-spoken and a good presenter, and it's well set up, and it is very well produced. It almost reminds me of like the serial kind of... Yeah, um, that's definitely what Wondery goes for in their kind of documentary yeah. stuff, yeah. Yeah, so like serial, uh, like I know a couple of episodes back you were talking about Trojan Horse Affair and how mm-hmm. that kind of uh, S-Town vibe is a bit of hit and miss for you guys, depending. I love it. I love emotion. <laughs> I love music telling me how to feel. I don't want to think too well, good. hard. No, that, that's that's a good point of difference between you and me. Like I, I'm... Give me the data. Yeah. No, I mean, like, <laughs> listening to Trojan Horse Affair, I was like, oh, my God. And this happened, and there were dark tones, and I'm here with them now, and I'm, I'm on the side, and then I need to – my journalist self needs to come back from that and be like, hmm, what are they actually saying? But I enjoy that mode of storytelling very muchly. Uh, good podcast. I'm listening – I'm looking forward to listening to more of it. And important, I think. Yeah, be. absolutely. Um, I, I think, yeah, because, again, in, in – I believe it was in the first episode when they gave a little bit of history of the other kinds of uh, reality TV that was coming out at the time. It was like Temptation Island, where like four couples went to an island and were like tried to the the producers tried to seduce them away from each other. And like, oh. what kind of toxic person comes up with that idea? And reality TV <laughs> is uh, what was the show that came out a little while like oh. A while ago now, where they were spoofing reality TV, or it was like a dramatic retelling of producers working on a TV show. Uh, yes, it was kind of a a bachelorette sort of show yeah, that they were working on. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. no, neither no, no, can I. But I've yeah, always wants to go on to like The Bachelor, but just completely just hype up the other girls and be like, "Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. don't listen to him. We've Let had him this come conversation. to you." Yeah. And I'm climbing a tree. I don't and know he's what. Like, context. Where's this lady for the date? And I'm like, I'm up here. The sad <laughs> thing about that, Brit, is that. 
you could definitely do that, but they would probably just cut all of that from making it to TV. Yeah. Um, <laughs> deeply upsetting. But I've seen the apply now buttons and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Maybe next year. Well, I'm in a relationship too, so it definitely wouldn't be with the intent I don't think of- it matters. That, yeah, that would be a fun <laughs> oh, twist. No. Also, just, just change it on social media and you're fine. The uh, the show was Unreal. Uh, Unreal. Going back, yes. Yeah. That was the whole thing about like producers and it, doing exactly that, manipulating things uh, to make it look certain ways and increase the drama when that wasn't the case. Uh, and it was a fictionalised account and it was very good. Those are the type of people <laughs> that definitely drowned their sims when they played the game. <laughs> yes. yes. Yep. I know that was you. <laughs> I wasn't actually. Really? Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? I would. <laughs> I, I was just making the Fab Five, to be honest. It was me with Carson. Like, Carson's doing the cooking. I'm having oh a great my. time. Okay. I've officially been out gayed, and therefore it's the time to end the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you know at that point that we, we can go no further. Hey, all um, things just keep getting better. Let's go back and uh, announce the podcast that we recommended this week, which was our politics theme uh, in honour of the Australian federal election. Fingers crossed that it goes the way that it should. I recommended Working Class History. Harry? I recommended No Silly Questions from TDA. And Britt? Me. Uh, I recommended Left Right Out. Excellent. We'll, you will hear what we think of those podcasts in a fortnight's time. Until then, you can find us on all of our social media channels or you, if you have a podcast that you would like to recommend to us, be it yours or be it one that you're a fan of, go to our page on the internet, uh, our website at that'snotcanon.com forward slash castology or you can just reach out on our social media and we will get onto it. I will listen to all your podcasts if you send them through and I might recommend that one of our new hosts, new castologist, has a listen to recommend. Oh gosh. Yeah. Uh, I haven't shown them the previous page full of recommendations that they can uh, devour, but maybe I'll do that after this. If it all works out, that's right. I'm judging you. Uh, uh, you will be graded after, the, after, I, <laughs> <laughs> after I end the podcast. But it's been very nice having new castologists and new blood on the show. So I've been Zane C. Weber here with... Brittany Hetherington. And Harry George Wallace. Keep listening to podcasts, everyone. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.